Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yes, time to talk women's football with Alicia Carnabas. Evening, Alicia. How are you? Evening, guys. I'm well. How are you? Very good. Very, very good. good. A big grand final weekend just gone, of course. Uh, Sydney FC finally breaking their recent curse. In the end, were they that good? Or was it a bit of a case of Western United not really showing up? What was your feeling? A little bit of a combination of factors, I think. I think Sydney FC were outstanding in that final. And as we sort of all predicted, they had the home final. That advantage always plays quite well, but um, I, I also think Western United looked a little bit overawed as well with the occasion, and they're missing a few key players. I mean, Angie Beard's definitely been the most recent sort of omission from their team, and she's quite instrumental with their, their back line, but even someone like uh, Chloe Legazzo, I know she hasn't been there all season, but when you lose some of your experienced players in the big in the big matches, it can sort of play a bit of a part. But I thought Sydney were outstanding. Obviously, the set pieces were were outstanding for the most part off corners, and Western United did look a bit flat um, off the set piece for for most of the match. But Sydney sort of capitalised on that. They gained a lot of momentum, and they were able to obviously knock four goals very cleanly um, in that match. There wasn't too much that I would argue that Sydney didn't do well throughout the whole final. So full credit to them. It was a, it was a great match and something I'm sure they will be very, very happy with. It was a great match. The girls, um, I stayed around to watch the whole uh, end of end of match uh, proceedings with the trophy. You, and you got an autograph as well, didn't you? I did get an autograph. I had my, um, well, I had my three girls there. So they were ran straight down to the fence and uh, one of them took a photo with uh, with Courtney Vine. And um, so I took a couple of photos down there and it looked, it was great. They, they loved it. That's, a, that's the first game that they've uh, actually been to watch. So. Oh, wow. Brilliant. It's awesome. um, hopefully converted them, but I mean, I guess one little, well, it's not little. I mean, how good is it seeing Alex? I'll talk to Alex here, not Simon. Sydney <laughs> FC lift another trophy oh, oh. At, uh, at Wonderland. Isn't that beautiful? Yeah, that's two now for those counting in it red is. and black. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know you're setting yourselves up for a big fall this weekend. For a third, with all this I stuff. think. <laughs> <laughs> no Go trophy. on, what's your question? No, listen, look, I mean, looking at that match, it, it was, you're right, Sydney were fantastic. I thought Nat Tobin... Uh, the way you know she defended uh, was fantastic in, in keeping Hannah Keen quiet for most of the match. Yeah. Um, she was inspirational. I thought going forward as well, they were great. Vine was always dangerous, dangerous on the wing. Did you who do, in particular sort of would you single out as, as someone who had a, a great game for Sydney? Look, for me, the standout was Madison Haley, and it's just simply the finishing. I think mm. um, we, we expect a lot from Courtney Vine now, and you know she was playing sort of like with one leg essentially in the end, but pushing through it. But Madison Haley, that athleticism, and I think her hunger was the main thing um, in that front line. So while she's not sort of a, a Nat Tobin or a Courtney Vine or even a Jada Wyman that have that natural leadership in the way that they play, I thought the way that she played over the weekend was particularly um, 
good for Sydney, but also as a, just a key player in that front line to sort of lead in the way that she did and got two goals for it to show at the end of the match. But I thought she was really instrumental in driving that win for mm. Sydney. Yeah. Uh, I don't think Sydney had a bad player, to be fair. Um, and delighted for Anto Juric because he's had to wait a few years to, to get his hands on that uh, uh, trophy, but he finally got there. Um, just on Western United, obviously a disappointing end to their debut season, but overall they've done so well. Mark Torcaso's done, put together a, a terrific squad in a very short space of time. Uh, next year he's already got Hannah Keane signed on for another season. Uh, can they keep the likes of Hilary Beal as well? Of course, they'll be playing at the new training centre, hopefully next season as well, Alicia. Can they, can they go yeah. as well next season as they've done this year, do you think? Look, I think so. I think they've created some really, really good foundations. And as we sort of have highlighted throughout the season, it's, it's their first season, it's their maiden season. So to achieve what they have, um, essentially from, from the get-go is, amazing it's a really really phenomenal season that they've had and I think Mark will kind of look at this and go yeah obviously key players Hannah Keane Hillary Beal you want to keep key players in key positions I'm sure Angie Beard will have a position as well but it's about building on that now and I think um, what Ante's done brilliantly as an example um, in the league over the years he hasn't always got the trophy but what he's built is is a culture and a belief system and I think Mark will look to do the same thing down in Western Looking at the UEFA Women's Champions League, the semi-finals fell flat for the uh, for the English teams, and in doing so, their Australian representatives as well. Yeah, look, I, I'm sure out of the two, Arsenal had this stellar marketing campaign. What was it, sixty thousand completely sold out mm-hmm. um, for for their match at home? And I think just whenever you lose an extra time, it's a little bit more painful, right, against Wolfsburg. But, um, look, from our perspective as Aussies, disappointing not to have anyone in that Champions League final, of course. But I think the girls, regardless, who have been a part of this journey with their club teams, it's an amazing feat to say that you were in a UEFA Champions League semi-final. Um, Sam Kerr in front of 72,000 in Barcelona. Um, mm. Our girls, Catley and Ford, in front of 60,000 Arsenal. It, it's pretty phenomenal in itself. Um, so, look, disappointing right now, of course, but I think an amazing achievement all the same for Aussies. Good mm. practice for them, playing in front of those crowds ahead of the FIFA Women's World Cup as well. Um, yeah. Some big news from that other semi-final where uh, Chelsea, Sam Kerr et al. were beaten by... Uh, Barcelona. Lucy Bronze, um, who is, plays for Barcelona these days, facing a spell on the sidelines after undergoing knee surgery. Is she a doubt, perhaps, for England's World Cup bid? It's possible, isn't it? It's getting really, really close now, and it's all about the recovery post-surgery. I think um, if you're an English supporter, you might be a little bit nervous right now with the amount of injuries their team is sustaining, I mm. guess, at the moment. Leah Williamson um, out as well, isn't she? Correct, correct. Leah's out for the World Cup. So they're, they're massive blows for the English lineup. Uh, we're not talking about um, fringe players. We're talking about mainstays in, in their starting 11 that are starting to kind of dwindle away through injury. Lucy Bronze will be a, a very interesting recovery period more than anything. Um, I'm not too familiar with the severity of the injury, but hopefully it's something light-ish, an arthroscopy or anything like that that needs to clean out a little bit quicker. But um, we're on countdown mode, right? So it's about match yeah. fitness as well and whether those players can recover and, and sustain fitness. Mm. 
Uh, just before we finish off, Alicia, a quick look at the uh, FA Women's Super League. While Arsenal and Chelsea, of course, are off playing in Europe that we've already talked about, uh, Manchester United retained their lead at the top of the FA WSL, but only just uh, got a last gasp winning against Aston Villa. Uh, Manchester City kept up the pressure, uh, beating Reading 4-1. Some more uh, match minutes for Mary Fowler and Hayley Razzo, which is good to see, but still no Alana Kennedy. Yeah, and that's the main concern, isn't it? Like, very, very exciting that we're getting minutes under the belt for, for key players like Rasso and Fowler because they'll be instrumental in Tony's plans, I'm sure, um, come July. But Alana Kennedy is the real concern, and we've spoken about Claire Hunt being the, the obvious substitute for Alana, but the lack of minutes for her, whether or not she's now fit for selection, um, whether it's the injury or, or the minutes, is really what it's going to boil down to because I think she's cutting it a little bit fine and whether or not Tony um, picks her in the squad or not is is going to be an interesting call all the same. Her experience is important, but um, without the minutes or with injury, it's, it's a real question mark, isn't it? Like you say, uh, thank goodness for the emergence of Claire Hunt uh, in that defensive position. Uh, elsewhere, good to see Remy Simpson and Lydia Williams both getting starts for Leicester and for Brighton in the FA Women's Super League as well. Alicia, uh, thanks so much. We're going to have to leave it there tonight. We had such a busy show. We could have had about four hours tonight, I reckon. Um, And, uh, oh, we've lost Alicia, so we've not even got the chance to say goodbye to her. But uh, we will speak to Alicia again next week and, of course, every week in the build-up to the big FIFA Women's World Cup competition in Australia and New Zealand. We're off to another quick break on the other side of it. We will try and get through an absolute raft of messages, both via text and Twitter, in a couple of minutes.